coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc, and we're doing our podcast. <laughs> What's up, John? Well, uh, hey, good. I'm sitting here in this beautiful restaurant called. Uh, uh, okay, if you're in the, the Kona side of, of the Big Island, well, it's not really Kona, though. What is this part called? Kohala. Kohala. If you're on the Kohala side of the Big Island, Daylight Mind Restaurant, oh my, uh, Cafe, I just had a great meal. I'm telling you right now. And they have internet. But they have a great, and I'm going to have some coffee right now, too. I'll tell you how that is. But, yeah, so I'm here because my mom fell. She broke her hip. Uh, just to kind of be here for her and just to hang out with her. Um, and I get to meet some of uh, you know, some of her friends and, and other my friends. And uh, It's a family trip, Ohana, you know. I'm working out while I'm here. I got some good, good height, good walks. Cause right out my mom's door, it goes downhill for like, I don't know, a couple miles, but it's pretty steep. And then coming back up is a, it's a workout. So I did that a couple of days. Did some, uh, did a bunch of other calisthenic workouts. Um, and I did watch the UFC 30. So let's get right in and talk about that. First of all, it went exactly how i thought it would go half well not half like three quarters like 75 percent of me thought that uh was daniel cormway was just gonna kind of not play with uh derrick lewis but he kind of played with him and then he just put him to sleep so i kind of thought it was going to end like that but there was always that you know 15 20 25 percent that De- Derek Lewis is going to land one of his power knockout shots, which he came pretty close to. Am I too loud right now? Almost came. Uh, he almost did. He came kind of close a couple times. But Der- uh, Daniel Cormier is such a great fighter. He just, It's like in his DNA. I mean, he moves when he has to move, and he, he you know, he's, his takedowns are... I mean, they're they're the top of the top of the, of the of the game, and then his submission game. I mean, he's an Olympic wrestler, but he he's, he he has submissions. Like, what do you think about it? Well, you just cut out. So, uh, I thought the fight went exactly like everyone thought the fight was going to go. Um, but the one neat thing to see was. Man, DC never looked phased. I mean, to get in the ring with someone that dangerous and to not look nervous or look phased about what he was doing, it was pretty impressive. It was an impressive performance by the champion to just get in the ring with someone that much bigger than him and never look like he was intimidated. He he, he was pretty cool under pressure, I thought. I think he was cool and classy. And I think he's a very classy fighter. He's a classy man. He's a great father. He's a great husband. He's a great family man. He's a great uh, humanitarian. I mean, he's a 
he's a wrestling teacher. He, he, you know, I mean, he's just a great guy and he's smart as shit. And now he's an announcer on, on UFC for Fox. So the guy's a multi-talented, uh, unbelievable guy. He's, he's like, okay, this is what he's like. He's like a male version of Oprah Winfrey. Okay. <laughs> I, don't even know, I don't even know where that came from. And I don't, even li- I don't even like Oprah Winfrey at all, but I don't even know. Sorry. Sorry, DC. Yeah, that was, that was kind of low. He just, hey. Anyway. So multi-cast. He it, is, no, it was because he's multifaceted. It was a night of good fights. I thought they were all middleweight fights in the main card except for that main event. But yeah. it seemed like, as far as the crowd was concerned, they didn't like that last fight a whole lot. I mean, just, you know, a lot of it was him on the ground. And I think it played out exactly like most people probably expected it would play out. And DC just took control of the fight and won the fight. So, yeah, I don't know what he had a lot to, do. to say about that fight. No. Well, what else? You watched you watch the whole card? The other fights were, uh, the first fight on the main card was uh, Brunson and... Uh, yeah. Adesanya. Adis- Israel Adesanya is, and Derek Brunson. I think he's... He, yeah, I think Israel is much better than people think he is because he's flashy. But he looks small for a middleweight. But he obviously has the knockout power. We all saw what happened. So he has a knockout punch, knockout kick. He has the speed uh, of a, a welterweight, but the power of a middleweight. And so I think, I think we're going to see him fighting for a title within the next eighteen months. He's now fifteen and zero. That guy, fifteen and zero. He's on, yeah, he's got four or five fights in the UFC. I think he's, the most impressive thing for me to watch about him was how accurate he was. He's so accurate oh in his striking. He is so, he is so accurate. Yeah, he's, he's accurate and he's powerful. He's accurate and he's very powerful. I, yeah, I love watching him fight. A little showboaty for me at times, but I think his accuracy and his power and his uh, skill makes up for it. So I thought you would have liked his dancing. I thought that would have been your favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like the dancing part. It's just Sometimes I hate when it's, it doesn't come off respectful, and that's the only part that bothers me. And I, I, I did love his dancing moves, but I thought they could have been... I don't, know, I, I don't think they liked each other because they were going bickering back and forth during the fight. Yeah, they were. He thought that, yeah, he thought that, uh, I think it need him low or something. So, I don't know. It was it was an okay fight, but it, I think what it showed was Brunson is a good gatekeeper. He's, he's like, he's showing that he's not quite taking the next step into the next level. So, I don't think I'm going to be seeing him fighting for a title soon. But he is a really, really tough guy, very talented wrestler, very hard puncher, very aggressive. So I think he's a good gatekeeper, and I think the gate is now open for uh, Israel. Yeah, I think he came in ranked um, number nine. I think he came into this yeah. fight ranked number nine in his uh, in his weight class. He's definitely moving up. Uh, that was an impressive about my performance hat? by him. What do you think about my hat? I bought this for my... So- now he's dead. I'm gonna take it. Oh, you you cut out. Who'd you buy that for? I got it for my. I got it years ago for my stepfather. Did you? And now he's dead, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it. Did you not like him or what? 
No, what? I just thought it was cute. Because I like DNR stuff. But anyway. All right. So who else fought? <laughs> the next who fight fought? was... Uh, uh, the next fight was Carl Robertson and Jack Marshman. No, that fight was good. I, I didn't even want to talk about it because I don't know either guy. It looked like it just it looked like a the guy, uh, um, not Marshman, but the other one. Um, very skilled, very talented. The other guy came back strong. It, so it was a really close fight. Not close enough to be a split decision, but uh, Marshman was always in it. Tough as shit, that guy. But um, he, the other guy was just, uh, he was on the next level of skill. Yeah, I think Marshman is tough. He took Double some, nails. It, Double, on the replays, he took some shots. That guy's got a chin. Um, the fact that that fight kept going after some of those shots was impressive. Um, and also, yeah. Robertson had great head movement. I like that about Carl Robertson. He was very skilled. Yeah, very he was skilled. very skilled. Who else we got? That was the second fight on the main card. The next fight was um, Branch. It was David Branch and Cannoneer. Cannoneer fought Glover? Glover. did Glover yeah, beat he, him? He, yeah, he beat him by choke. Yeah, Glover beat him with a choke. I think in the first round. Um, I, that fight was a good fight. It just, they went back and forth. It looked like Branch was in it. Uh, what round did he get stopped? Uh, round two. It was an overhand two. right or a, a right um, yeah. that stopped. That was a TKO in round two. Yeah, so I, not much to talk about. They, they were similar, uh, average, um, not average, but they were similar in their skill level. Um, it was kind of an up-in-the-air fight. Uh, Kenny Ears coming down from light heavy to middleweight. Um, he's a very talented fighter. I don't think we're going to see either one of these guys in title contention anytime soon. But with that said, they're both tough as nails and, and anything could happen. They could pick up a new skill set or maybe train, you know, do something different. But right now they're both both very capable top ten fighters and they're gonna be top ten fighters for a while. But I, I just don't see that either one of them as being title holders, but they're both tough as nails. Cannoneer did get a performance of the night for that performance. Oh. Yeah, so did Adesanya got the other one, which I think was very well deserved. Oh shit! Yeah, they were they both, and you know what's good about that? The, the fighter makes fifty grand above what he would have made anyway, so he gets his show bonus, his show pay, his win pay, and when they get fight of the night or or performance of the night, that means they're making an extra fifty grand, which I really like. Yeah, so. I don't know. Uh, anyway, Cannoneer got that as well for that fight. Uh, the next fight was the fight of the night. Uh, that was Jacare, the alligator, or the gator, or whatever he is, against uh, Chris Weidman. Yeah. That was a fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, um, both of those guys are so fucking good. They, either one of them could be champion. They are both championship-level fighters. Um, Chris Weidman obviously was the champion, and, and, we, and, and uh, Jacare has been in title contention you know, for quite some time. They're both so, that fight was so close going into the knockout that, I mean, they're unbelievable. And you know, uh, Weidman's wife is from Hawaii. She's from, actually from uh, the main island. 
Oahu. She's from Waianae. So for all you locals out there, any Hawaiians out there, she's from uh, Chris Weidman's wife is uh, a local from Waianae. Just FYI. FYI. All right, that fight, though, back and forth fight, I thought that was a great oh. fight. You know what I like? Unbelievable. Is so, Shakare like? comes out first. You know, he gets in the, he, he comes in the ring. And then when Chris Weidman's getting announced, Jacare's there clapping for him as he's coming in the ring. I just love that. There. I'm going to tell you something. Both of those guys um, are such sweethearts. They're both such class, classy, nice, talented guys. Chris Weidman's an Olympic wrestler, actual Olympic wrestler. And freaking Jacare is probably the best jiu-jitsu fighter in the UFC. So, I mean, these two grapplers... We didn't grapplers, get to see it. We didn't see no, it. That's what, I know. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, they're two of the best grapplers in the UFC, but all they like to do is throw their hands. That's how exciting they are. They're the best grapplers, but they rather just punch. And that was a beautiful knockout. You know what ended that fight? You know what You know what changed that whole fight? Does anybody like my hat? I haven't heard one person comment on my hat yet out there. But anyway, um, but um, it was the liver shots that Jacare was landing over and over that made, I think, made the biggest difference. I think he landed that liver shot. It didn't, you didn't see a double over Chris Weedman at all, but it was hurting. I'm telling you right now, I know this for a fact. I've been there probably close to 300 times, that liver shot was hurting Chris Weedman. Was that a kick? And if you know, no, it was a punch. Oh, okay. And um, it, it didn't look like that much, but I could tell it was, it was making a difference. And then right, right at the end, right when the fight ended, before the right hand landed, Jacques Ray landed a perfect liver shot. And I could see it in, in Weedman's face. If you guys want, go back and watch the fight. Watch, watch right before the end. That liver shot lands. You could see, you could see Chris Weedman's face, like, oh fuck. And then all of a sudden, uh, the right hand landed. It landed on his like forehead. Yeah, it put him out though. I the it end of that out. fight, you know, Jacare just wouldn't hit him again. He's like, he's out, and no. he just stood there. Oh my god, did you see that? Yeah, it was great. I, I like that. I, I know most fighters would jump on him and keep hitting him until the ref pulled him off. Yeah. I don't think they should. I think they should do what Jacare did. I I have I have mixed feelings about that, but it does show it showed so much class by Jacare. Jacare hit him and stood over him. Um what's his name? Uh uh Dan. It was Margliata. Margliata. He was on the other side of the cage. Jacare could have hit him before Mergleriata got but he didn't. He just stood there, and then when, when Mergleriata got there, he said, hey, can you stop it? And then Mergleriata said, no, keep going. <laughs> so Jacare was forced to hit him like three more times. That wasn't, I, don't, I didn't like that, but for, to Mergleriata's uh, um, defense, he, I mean, if, if, if he was okay, if, if Weedman was okay and Mergleriata stopped it, he would have been in a shit ton of trouble. So I don't really blame him for that because he's really in a, in, a, in a precarious position. But whatever. He, got, he, he didn't hit him that hard. And it showed what class a guy like uh, Jacare Sosa has. He's one of the most classiest fighters on the planet. And he's the most skilled. And he has p knockout power and the best submissions in the game. 
I, was, if you yeah. if you don't love him as a fighter, you're stupid. Just completely stupid. <laughs> I totally agree. Chakra was awesome. You you yeah, come out of that awesome. fight have an even more respect for the guy. I thought that was a great fight. And Chris Weidman was unbelievable as well. Oh, he's, yeah. Jacare, I was happy for Jacare he won that fight. Um, you know, Dan Margulata didn't have the view. He wouldn't let it keep going if he could no. have seen. I mean, no. from home, the camera just had the right angle. You could tell Chris Weidman was out. It, and uh, it was not his Dan fault. just couldn't it see it. You fault. can't fault Dan yeah. for that. If he saw that, he would have no. stopped it. Yeah. I'll never fault him for that because he, he, I'll never, yeah, I, I could tell. And he was still moving. Um, uh, Weedman was still moving. It looked like he was trying for a single leg. And so he, he did the right thing in, 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 the, in, in hindsight. So, um, but anyway, so that was unbelievable. Um, and Jacare, I, I just saw Jacare a couple weeks ago. I was at the airport and he was in, in Phoenix and, he just came running up, and he's so friendly. He's always smiling. He came into the pit a few years ago, and he just came into the pit. And I remember, I, lo- I love the way he, like, crawls across the ring like an alligator. So I just told him, hey, crawl across the ring like an alligator. And he just dropped down, and he did it, and he smiled. <laughs> so this and is in the airport? He's, no, no, he did oh, that. He came into the gym a couple years ago. Oh, okay. I I didn't do that. I'm glad you didn't make him do that at the at the Phoenix airport. <laughs> that would that would be awkward. I, 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 I wouldn't be, put it would, past you. I thought you did. <laughs> yeah, and he would have done it. I'm glad I didn't. So it was a good night. I mean, it was a good. It wasn't the greatest, but uh, I mean, I think the I think the um, the semi main made it di- made it worth worthwhile for action, and then the main event. Just the suspense of it. I mean, I was, it was a very suspenseful fight because I was really nervous that Derek would land that re- one right hand. Yeah, but he never really threatened it, DC. DC never looked threatened. He got, yeah, I don't think he was threatened per se, but he did get hit. and I did, he, did, he did get his bell rung a little bit. To watch the, I think that he, big guy, too, to watch Derek Lewis do a, a switch kick like that, <laughs> jumping switch kick. <laughs> Pretty impressive. You can throw a head kick. Yeah. It's very in fact, impressive. There's a guy. There's a guy named Ray Sifu who's a. He does the uh, PFL or the PFL. He he used to do the World Series of Fighting. He's a big time promoter now. I mean, he's do. I think it's called the PFL or the whatever. He's a promoter. His name is Reese, Ray Sifu, and he's knocked out almost everyone. I think he even knocked out. Uh, um, he's knocked out uh, Bob Sapp. He's knocked out uh, Hunt. I think he knocked out uh, Hunt. The other, he's he's a Samoan, but he has a kick. He could throw a front leg roundhouse kick, like he was 120 pounds. He's like 250. I think he fought in the UFC once or twice. But when you watch these guys like Ray Sifu or Derek Lewis throw a front leg that high, that quick, it's scary as shit because when it lands, it's gonna hurt. Like hell. So what a guy. He's very athletic. Very athletic. And I think uh I think I think he afterwards said, you know, we did DC did what everyone thought he would do. That's basically what Derek Lewis said after the fight. So Yeah. You know, he, he got taken down and didn't have much to do on the ground. Um And he took the he, he took the fight in uh 
And what was it? How, when did he fight last? Like, he fought on the last ago? pay-per-view. So it was probably about a month ago. So he fought two back-to-back pay-per-views, main events. Oh, right? He he is he wasn't main event in the last one, was, was he? he? I don't know. This is main card. But he was yeah, he was on the main card for sure. And he's that I mean, that's pretty impressive. The two back to backs like that, just getting his like Yeah, that's just training for those two and mentally the men, the mental training and psyching psyching yourself up for two fights in a month is 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 very impressive to to psych yourself up for two MMA fights is very impressive now think about psyching yourself up for two UFC main cards in a month it's like it's mind boggling it really is so i'm very very impressed with that guy he's 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 a really cool guy really cool under pressure really a sharp guy a funny guy Great personality. I, I see him going far. I, I hope he's in the, in the in the game for a while because he's definitely he's definitely a breath of fresh air in the heavyweight division. So where do you see DC going from here? Who do you hope to see him fight next before he retires? Before he leaves? Um, do you want to see him fight John Jones again? No, no, I don't either. No. I want he to wants fight to. A- he wants to fight John oh. Jones again. I want, to, I want to see him fight another heavyweight. Um, he already admitted to having a real hard time making light heavy, and I don't think he should go through this. Um, I'd like to see him fight, uh, um, I don't know. I can't even think of a good heavyweight for him to fight. Um, well, I think the fight that's going to happen is Brock Lesnar. That's, that's sad. It would be sad for that, but whatever. I mean that could happen. That could happen, but I, yeah, I, I wouldn't like to see that. But whatever, it, it would be like this fight. I didn't. I, I think this fight was. I don't know what he was uh, favored as, but I mean, I think most people thought he was going to win. But there was always that, like, you know, puncher's chance. But um, I don't think Brock Lesnar has that puncher's chance like Derek Lewis does, and. I don't. Th- I don't see many ways that Brock Lesnar could beat him. So it would be more. more of a, but if it could give, uh, if it could give uh, DC a, a you know a shit ton, a huge payday before, just takes, I'm all for it. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I there, I'm I have mixed feelings about the John Jones thing, but I, I really don't think he should fight him again. I'd like to see him beat John Jones, but I don't think he should fight him again. I don't know. I don't see a reason. After the steroids, I don't I just I just see no reason for it. It's like it's like tainted or to me that fights me. I don't know. I think I think he should yeah, but they talk about steroids that but then he's gonna fight a guy like Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I think the difference is uh I think the difference is uh I think Jones has so much skill plus the steroids. I don't think he would be as far as he is right now without the steroids, but I still think he has a shit ton of skill. I think Brock Lesnar has the athleticism, but he doesn't have really that much fighting skill. But then, you know, add the steroids to him, he's still going to be a lot higher than he would have been. So either way, it's so unfair that these guys are allowed to compete after steroids, but it is what it is, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah so I think is. there's more, maybe there's more interesting fights for uh... – DC back in 205. I don't know. I, just, I want him to stay as a heavyweight until he retires. 
I just I just don't want him to see him go through that. Uh, he because he admitted that it was like a, a, a really a really uh, torture to try to make two of five, and it, that's such a I mean that's such a it's such a negative thing. It's just so, so hard to do, and it's like especially if it's hard for him to make. You know, people even when it's really not that hard to make and just kind of hard, it's still painful experience cutting weight. So for someone like DC that that it's really really hard. It's a very painful experience. I don't want anyone to go through that, but whatever. So what else is going on? What's what's going on in the ghetto? What else? What else we got coming up? What's the next fight? Uh, I don't know. I think your guys got a fight coming up this month. Uh, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck's fighting the twenty fourth. That's, That's coming in, up uh, before you know it. That's like three weeks away. Yeah, yeah. He texted about coming down there maybe next week and and working out with them a little bit. So you headed down there, you think? Yeah, I got a plan. I got to see what's going on. I'll get back to him if he has a specific date, and uh, I'll do it. But whatever. I'm, I'm here for him if he needs me, and if not, I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, I wish him the best, and, and if he needs me for anything, um, I'll be there in a second, you know, whether it's a corner or uh, or just working with him a little on his training. So I'm, I'm going to help him with this, but... You know, he might have a great camp right now. Like, uh, I think Court McGee, one of the best things he did uh, was find Mark Montoya. You know, I think I think he has a great time training. I think he has a great base with me, and we have some really good training. We still, you know, talk on the phone. Every week. But I think you know he has a, he has really good base of uh, of jujitsu and stuff with uh, with Rob Hanley over at Absolute and and. Uh, And Mark Toya, him and Steven Seiler, the Mark Toya camp, I think it's worked wonders for his uh, his career, and I think it's going to be the difference in the end of his career, where I think he's going to, I think he's going to realize his potential, like he did, you know, for a couple of his fights, mainly the UFC uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter finals, and then a couple of his his early fights. You could see Court McGee. But then his fights of late haven't been as uh, they haven't showed his full potential, and I think this last fight did a lot more. I think beating a guy like uh, um, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Um, 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 Alex, Alex, Alex Garcia. Oh, Alex I Garcia. Yeah. Guy, I think beating a guy like Alex Garcia, the way he beat him, he beat him unanimously. I think it showed that uh, Court McGee. Or Courtney McGee was his real name out there. For you guys that didn't know, Court's real name is Courtney. He likes to be called Courtney. But anyway, Courtney McGee is come is is I think he's finally found uh, he's finally found uh, other coffee. Okay, um, I think he's finally found his niche, and, and I think that's what's going to be the best for him. I think you know working with me, working with Rob. But but now working with Montoya, it's like the catalyst. And I think he's um, a guy like Montoya has put it all together. And 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 I think Court's going to find his way into the top ten real soon. Uh, and I think Steven Seiler is going to win the uh, million dollar purse over at the PFL or the I think it's the PFL. It's whatever. a PFL. When's that going down? Do you know? No, I have no idea. But that's all. That's all I gotta say. So what are you headed back, man? I'm gonna 
heading back same morning early. Um, it's just great here. I have my buddy, my buddy Sabu. Say hi, Sabu. What's good, on, man? Uh, he's actually my. Uh, he's, he's a buddy. This is my mom's uh, next door neighbor, and then they're really good friends. Um, and uh, so he's a he's just he's a local guy that that's you know from the mainland that's lived here for years. So he's a he's a local Howley. Um, we're just hanging out, getting a little lunch, and we're gonna go back, take care of my mom, um, make sure she's doing everything right. Sounds like she's, she's doing pretty weeks. well. Yeah, she's two weeks out of surgery, and uh, she's walking around with her her, uh, her uh, walker, and she's she's doing good, you know, token on her uh, token on her pacalolo, and she's feeling good. Well, I don't know if I can say that. I don't, I don't think it's quite legal here. I don't know. Oh, oh, she has a card. Never mind, it is legal. So she has a card. So that's her, like, uh, you know, that's her relaxing. And so she's her life is good. Well, good. It looks nice. It looks nice there, man. It looks like a postcard. Here it's uh, dark at five o'clock. It was dark when we started this podcast. It was already dark. Oh here. my god, that that is such a crime. The the daylight savings thing is such a it's such a crime. Who's in charge of that? It's like it's on the ballot like man, tomorrow. Thing? What's oh oh, I can't do my what you call. <laughs> it's called. I'm gonna vote. have Heather. It's called voting. I'm have Heather. I know, and I'm here. How, okay, how do I vote here? Vote vote here. I, it's too late, man. Absentee ballot. I think it's too late. Yeah, I know. I got one in the mail, so I'm gonna. I just. I gotta figure out how to print it out and stuff. I thought. I thought I could just do it online. I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, well, if I don't, I don't do, vote twice for me then. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. Uh, all right, guys. No so, comment, man. So we'll be back next week, and uh, I'll be back home next week, and we'll be doing our podcast from the. Uh, from our regular studio. We have a great studio back home. It's really, it's cost us a lot of money. I know it's cost us a lot of money, but uh, it is what it is. So we can give you guys a better podcast. One of the best podcasts in the world, by the way, guys. All right, John, take it easy, man. Have a good trip home. Say hi to your mom. All right, bro. Thanks, all you. All right, thanks everybody out there. I'll talk to you soon. Take it easy, John.